Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Welcome back to Bravo Breaking News with Kim and Lisa. On this week's Fan of Pump Rules, old rumors are resurfacing, new accusations are being thrown, and Ariana is firing back. Plus, we have Sandoval playing the victim once again. But leave it to Shania Twain Sheena to drag him out back into the Sir Alley and absolutely read him to Bill. Oh my god, I loved it so much. Will Tom ever take accountability for his actions? And does Lisa have a point about the punishment not fitting the crime? We have a lot of thoughts, and we're going to break down the most shocking episode of the season yet. But before we dive in, make sure you guys are subscribed so you don't miss any Bravo breaking news. Okay, so we pick back up at Sandoval and Ariana's house, where Sandoval is having his birthday party with his payroll friends. And James just left. You know, he stormed out, and Schwartz is talking to Sandoval you know, kind of telling him, dude, why did you, you know, all you needed to do was just say, yes, I'm sorry. And it seems like Schwartz is just kind of telling him, you handled that situation poorly. You need to just come at people humbly and apologize and kind of accept whatever they're throwing you at the moment. Instead, he got defensive and he said, you know, you slept with Kristen when she was my girlfriend back in the day. So how, how is what I did with Raquel any different? So, you know, Schwartz is just trying to help and make him see that, like, that's not what's important in this moment. And meanwhile, poor Maya, the dog, is just like, is this guy for real? Yeah, I mean, the whole Kristen thing, it's not the same. It will never be the same. If you guys want to hear my thoughts, watch last week's recap because I have a laundry list of reasons as to why it is not a legitimate excuse from Sandoval's part. So, I don't know why he keeps holding on to that. I hope that it's not reoccurring throughout the season, um, but he needs to let it go. But it seems like everybody's just dipping out one by one from Sandoval's party to go to emo night because James arrives at emo night. Schwartz leaves shortly thereafter to go to emo night. And we didn't get a whole lot from emo night. But, you know, other than, you know, James continuing to be the number one guy in the group and rallying around the ladies and supporting them here. Um, and he basically kind of, you know, shares his conversation with Sandoval and cue the eye rolls. I mean, everybody is just so over it. It's exactly what they would expect. And, you know, Ariana makes a good point. Sandoval is pretty much just surrounding himself with yes people at this point. There is not a single person that was at that party besides Schwartz and James who are really like telling him the truth. They are on his payroll. They're going to bow down and praise him. And basically, he can do no wrong in their eyes. And it's like, this is why he's acting the way he's acting, because they are feeding him this, you know, sort of victim mentality. And he's just, you know, he is taking it on with all he has. Yeah, James could not wait to spill the tea for these ladies. As soon as he got there, he was like, well, I was just at you know whose house. And Ariana kind of corrects him. You mean my house? Ariana's totally right in this. Tom needs people around him who are going to give him that tough love, like Schwartz and like Lisa Vanderpump. And he's just kind of choosing to 
be around people who are just going to gas him up, kind of like Ariana said Raquel was doing for him. So yeah, emo night, we didn't get a whole lot, but we did see Sheena in her element. She said that, you know, she's always wanted to be more of a band girly and not not so much like a pop star. So she was having the time of her life. We hear James saying he would never be a press play DJ. He's like, oh, I would rather die than be, you know, a DJ that just hits play on a playlist and sits back. But, you know, these girls are not professionals. Okay, James. So let's let them have it. Let's let them have it. I honestly love Sheena milking good as gold for all that it's worth. It's a bop. It's an amazing song. The Screamo version. Chef's Kiss could not have been more perfect. And and I kind of love it. I love these new kind of pop punk, you know, songs that she's been doing recently. So I'm here for it. I'm here for the Gwen Stefani, maybe Shania Twain in the future, Sheena Shea. Maybe, maybe. So we're kind of cutting back and forth. And we see this moment with Tom and Billy at the house. And Tom's saying he's kind of sad that, you know, his friends who have stuck around are getting a ton of shit. And he's really grateful for them. You know, we see him kind of tearing up in the confessional. And I just, it's so hard for me because I want to believe that those tears are real. And I just don't know that they are. Like, I always want to see the good in people. That's like, maybe it's a flaw. I don't know. But even with someone like Tom, who has royally fucked up, and I know he's, you know, deserves a ton of this hate. But I do think that he probably is realizing like he went too far in this. And but I just don't know if he is really, really grateful or if he's, you know, kind of putting on a show. And Billy is saying that Tom's at Raquel's beck and call. And Tom says that he's really sad that she didn't reach out on his birthday. So it seems like this is kind of a a ho-hum birthday for Sandoval. Which he absolutely deserves. I'm sorry if that's harsh. But Raquel went to a mental health facility and she is, you know, doing some inner work and probably realizing that Sandoval manipulated her into this. And yeah. She, you know, needs to get as far away from him as possible. Meanwhile, he's like, why won't Raquel talk to me? Please, Sandoval, you did this to yourself. I mean, everything about this episode gives me the ick because he is running around town playing the victim mentality. Oh, woe is me. You know, all these things are happening to me. Tom, you did them to your fucking self. And then we go to pump with Lisa Vanderpump. And the conversation, I mean, we have to talk about this because Tom is pretty much like screaming and whining at Lisa Vanderpump, even though she's pretty much one of the only ones that has had his back this entire time. So, of course, they're talking about the house and she's like, why don't you just sell the house and move on? He's like, I put money into it. You know, I've I've talked to my lawyer. I'm going to try to do this. And he's just like complaining about how hard it is and how hard Ariana is making it on him when he is the one that is making it hard. I mean, it's just like he will not stop this mentality of all of these things are happening to me instead Mm -hmm. of I did these things. And this is I am the reason they are happening to me. It's not just, oh, life is coming at me. Totally. And he has a real problem with understanding that he made this bed and now he needs to lie in it. He can't seem to accept that this was his doing and therefore the consequences are something that he just has to deal with. It's not, 
you know, it's not something that is just like, like you said, happening to him. And he, he says that too, like, oh, my life is grueling and it's, it's such hard work. Well, you made it hard. You know, you made those decisions and you're an adult. And so now you have to deal with the consequences that came out of those decisions. And first of all, like, how dare you speak to Lisa Vanderpump this way? How dare you speak to Queen Lisa in this manner, getting so defensive, sir, you know, just coming at her, whatever she's trying to, she's the only one trying to help you right now. Like she is one of two people, her and Schwartz, trying to help you mend things and get a grip on this. And he's coming at her so defensively. He's so angry. Like it's been a couple months now. You would think that that anger would have sort of, you know, lessened by now, but he is just so heated in every conversation. Yeah, it's it's unbearable. Um, I do want to talk about the Nima Sheena podcast situation because Tom brings this up. And from what I remember, this wasn't like a huge deal, like when Scandaval was going on. I don't I don't know. I feel like Tom is the one that's making this more of a big deal than anybody else. But apparently Nima from Shaws of Sunset, who Raquel dated for a little bit, brought up this story about them, you know, having sex or something like that. And then he also says that, you know, Nima is basically the one that started the rumor or, you know, furthered the rumor that Tom told Raquel that he was in an open relationship. And I kind of want to get your thoughts on this because I feel like if Nima, who really has no skin in the game and was just kind of an innocent bystander, like heard this and is just kind of telling Sheena what he knew, I kind of think it's true. I don't know. I I have a problem believing something when it's, okay, Tom told Raquel, Raquel told Nima, Nima's telling Sheena. Like that path just you know we've all played the game telephone like once you get past three people it usually the message gets distorted so I feel like there's that to factor in and I also feel like he might have something to gain I never watched Shaws of Sunset but I know it's no longer on the air maybe I watched a couple episodes but I know it's no longer on the air maybe he was trying to stay relevant and he saw oh I dated Raquel right before this and like saw a little opportunity to kind of get his name back out there get on some podcasts you know talk about it so I don't know but I think Tom is bringing it up because it obviously upset Raquel so much and so even though it was kind of just a blip on our radar of the whole Scandaval situation I think for her it was probably a big deal and so therefore to him it was a big deal but I don't know. I don't, there's probably some truth to it. Or if if Tom didn't say that directly, at least that's what Raquel maybe interpreted or inferred from what he was saying to her. But I feel like there's probably some truth to it, although I don't know if those exact words were said. Okay. All right. I, I hear your take. I, I have a feeling we're not at the end of this. But during this conversation, my mind doesn't really know where to go because then Tom shares about his thoughts of suicide. And of course, you know, we kind of love to hate Tom at this moment, but we do not wish this upon him. I don't want him to think of this. I actually feel like I, I don't know. I don't I don't think it's an act. I don't think he's lying about feeling this way, because honestly, the way that the news and the media and all of us kind of contributed to this after Scandaval, like he probably was in a very, very low, dark place. And hearing this, 
did kind of tug at my heartstrings. I did feel for him. I did feel bad for him. And it started to, I don't know, it started to make me feel some type of way that I wasn't really expecting. And I think Lisa, of all people, can relate to this because obviously her brother, you know, passed away. He committed suicide. And so she's like, no, 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 Tom, you better not go there. You promised me. And, you know, I think this says a lot about their relationship. Yeah, this made a lot like when I saw this scene, it really clicked for me why Lisa is so protective of him. Like when we were at BravoCon, you know, and people were booing him on the stage, Lisa was always the first to kind of come to his defense and say, we're not doing that. We're not going to do that. And, you know, I agree with like, listen, we don't want any of these people to harm themselves. And dealing with that much hate that was being thrown at him and Raquel, I mean, I think that's why Raquel was in a mental health facility, because you can only take so much. And if you're already fragile, like she probably was having very dark thoughts. And like, I think that's the scary part of all of this, right? Like we love doing this. We love coming on, talking about it, having fun and, you know, making funny memes and everything. But like there is a point where it gets taken too far. And I think just on the magnitude that this scandal hit was just so big um, that I don't know if anyone's really equipped to handle that. And so it just made a lot of sense to me why Lisa is kind of the one in his corner. And it also made sense that I can't remember if it was BravoCon, but it was sometime before the season started airing. Ariana was asked, you know, are something came out about people maybe switching sides and like feeling bad for Tom. And Ariana said, I can certainly see people feeling that way. And so I feel like this is probably what she was referring to with, you know, him kind of being vulnerable like this. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I think it puts the viewers, especially me, in like a tough position because I don't know what to think. I still kind of hate him. I still think he's kind of trying to, you know, make excuses for things and not take accountability. But, you know, there comes a point where I'm like, okay, like that's taking it too far. I don't wish that upon him. I just want him to say sorry and take accountability and not like pretend like he's a victim. So, you know, right. You can both things can exist at the same time. Totally. So then we get Schwartz of Vanderpump Dogs and Lisa's kind of sharing, you know, about her conversation with Tom. And Schwartz says that he wasn't made aware of those feelings by Sandoval himself. And, you know, that he was one of his best friends and he feels bad that he couldn't share that with him. He'd kind of heard it through other people. So, you know, Lisa's then putting it on Schwartz to kind of fix things. And you need to try and help this whole narrative. I don't know that that's fair. I don't think it's Schwartz's job to clean up after Sandoval. He's already having to do it with the bar. He shouldn't have to do it with his, you know, friend group. But Lisa basically says, we're opening a restaurant in Tahoe, Wolf by Vanderpump. And, you know, Tom says, I want to go. And she says, well, let's get everyone to go. So, of course, this is the, you know, the seedling for the the Tahoe trip has been planted. Yes, it has. And then shit kind of hits the fan at See You Next Tuesday. And I just have to say, this whole night at See You Next Tuesday was some of like the best Vanderpump Rules cinema that I have seen because just from start to finish, the dynamics, the the Sheena, the the Tom, everything about it, I just have a lot to dissect about it. So everybody arrives to see you next Tuesday. 
And I think that it's like the one that I attended, but we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Schwartz. Still not there. Okay. Schwartz still has to go platinum. So that will be coming. Stay tuned. But then we see Tom and Kyle Chan walk in and you think they're going to like go, you know, like hang out with the group or at least say hi. No, they get seated at this little two top table, literally like an arm's length from the the cast sitting in their little booths. I mean... They they are probably five feet apart and it is just laughable because it is just it's so cinematic and it's so just rings true of how Sandoval is right now. He is an outcast. He's an outlier. He is not accepted into the group. And the only person around him is Kyle Chan. I mean, it was just kind of laughable. But on the other end, we get, you know, Schwartz really trying to invite everybody to Tahoe. He's like, look, I want to get everybody all together and stuff. And it just fails immediately because Ariana's like, nope, not doing it. Nope, not doing it. He's like, well, you guys still live together in the same house. I thought, nope, nope. She doesn't even let him like barely get a sentence out. She is not having it. And Schwartz, you know, starts to get defensive. And this is where it turns for me. And he really dug himself way deeper because he at this point really needs to be on his knees begging for Ariana's forgiveness at this point a lot more has come out about Schwartz than they knew at the reunion he pretty much knew the whole time he lied about it he still was lying about it at the reunion and Ariana wants nothing to do with him but now he's trying to force her to hang out with Tom Sandoval her ex who publicly cheated on her and now her saying no is why he thinks that she has an ego. No, 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 Schwartz. Nope. Don't go there. Don't go there. Yeah, I think Tom was fighting a losing battle to begin with. And so, I mean, you got to hand it to him. Like, he had balls, like, even putting that out there. Because what did he think she was going to say? Oh, yeah, that sounds great. Like, I mean, no. But I can't, I also can't wait to see what turns things around, right? Because we know that they all end up in Tahoe together. So for Lisa, I kept waiting. Let's do it for Lisa. I don't think that Ariana and Katie go to Tahoe from what I wrote. Oh, they didn't? During that time, I don't think that Ariana and Katie go to Tahoe. Maybe they use something about her as an excuse or whatever. But I think that they they dip out. Okay. I could be misremembering because, yeah, this was a year ago and so much has happened. But a large group, large part of the group does end up going to Tahoe. So, you know, we know we saw James there. We saw uh, Sheena there. And it was all for Lisa, of course. So I can't wait to see kind of what turns everything around. But yeah, it was it was not Schwartz's best night, I don't think. And then we, of course, get uh, the best scene of the evening, you guys. We get Sheena awkwardly walking to the restroom like bypassing this little two top, you know, squeeching, squeezing by. And Tom says, Sheena, hey, what's up? You going to come say hi? And she kind of pretends like she didn't know that they were there with her, you know, Y2K sunglasses. And I mean, her whole look I could talk about for 45 minutes, but I'm I'm not going to do that right now. But, you know, she kind of pretends like, like, didn't see you there. And she, he says, well, can we talk? And she's like, not right here. We can't. Like, I'm not going to have all these people around, you know, gossiping about our conversation. So where do they go? 
they go to the back alley, guys. We got a back alley sir convo. And if that abandoned furniture in that alley could talk, like, wow. It was like set up. It was set up like a scene for them. You know, it had a table. It, were there candles on it? It kind of seemed like. And, you know, you kind of expect Tom to sit down and say, look, I just want to talk to you because I'm really sorry that I haven't written you back, blah, blah, blah. Instead, he sits down and what? He's waiting for her to start talking is so awkward. And so he starts complimenting her outfit, calling her, you know, Shania Twain, like she rode in on a motorcycle. Like, Tom, just get to the point here. All right. We don't need the small talk. And then it just kind of unleashes. And Sheena's like, look, if you had just been remorseful from the beginning, don't you think this would have turned out differently? But again, he can't see that. Like, he can't fault himself and understand that the reason these things are happening are because of his actions. It's just beyond frustrating. And it's so funny because he's all up in arms about Sheena's podcast and like, you know, indictive podcasts, you know, the Nima, like she's been going on and on and talking about Scandaval. Guess what he's doing? She's like, well, you might want to stop putting Raquel and Schwartz's name in your fucking songs, in your stupid cover sets. And it's like he's milking it, too. And it's like everything he says She just turns it right back around. And, you know, she's basically like, you are a definition narcissist. And he's like, no, I'm not. Look it up. And she's like, well, a narcissist would never admit that they are a narcissist. Right. And he basically is just like, okay. But or he just pivots to Lala. You know, he just tries to put the blame on say, no, that's Lala, not me. It's like, my God. Yeah. What does Lala have to do with this? She's like, why am I in it? You know, like, so I don't know it. And then he starts going on and on about this Nima interview, how he had to talk down Raquel. But the thing is, if Raquel is in the health facility at this time, how would she have heard this interview? She apparently doesn't have her phone. How would she have heard this interview unless Tom or maybe in a letter told her about it? So Mm -hmm. it's kind of weird because it's almost like he's feeding her this information and then like using it to make himself look better to make other people feel bad for them. It's just kind of crazy. And, you know, they they go at it. Sheena, like, rips him to shreds. And, you know, they kind of end the night in this weird way where, like, there's a confessional with Tom and he's like, my friendship with Sheena is really the most devastating part of this. And it's like, what? What do you mean your friendship with Sheena? Last year you were saying that, like, you barely had a relationship with her. You guys were acquaintances. And now you're saying that you lost your best friend of 14 years and we see this like emotional flashback. Like, I don't know. This, everything about this episode, aside from the suicide part, really, really puts Tom in like an even worse position than he already was. I, I don't know what he's trying to do, but it's not working at all. Yeah, I think he needs to change his tactics. And so we will see if that happens. We will be here next week. I have a feeling we will see some packing for Tahoe and maybe even arrivals. But we're just getting into it. This is episode three. We still have a ways to go. So make sure you tune in. Make sure you're subscribed. And we will continue to break it all down for you. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.